Ian, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How you doing? Just great. Uh, I'm very excited about your new album. Secret. Right on. Thanks. Let's uh, let's jump right into this, okay? Sure. Uh, you have a, a new album called Secrets, and I, I think for, I want, you know, I don't want to call it an, an acoustic record, but that's very much what it is. Is that right? Yeah. I, well, I, I, I'm hesitant to call it an acoustic record as well. I think, uh, you know, I, th- I think initially the, the idea was to do that, and I think it grew into us having what we'd call an earthy acoustic record at the core, but then embellished with, uh, you know, some atmospherics and certainly a lot of electric um, and, and some, you know, fleshing it out with, with other players. And, and, you know, it's, but I think it, it feels, it has a feel of a, of an intimate acoustic record, but it, but it most certainly isn't. You know. There is an intimacy about this record. I feel when I listen to the new record, I am taken to a different place. And, and that is a magical thing to happen when you listen to a record, especially when, yeah. especially when I think so many people are accustomed to the electric side of what you've done in the past with big wreck yeah. and your other solo work as well, too. Tell me something. Yeah. How long have you, how long were you thinking about doing this record? Um, well, it's, it's something that I've, you know, it's something that, that's sort of a part of me is, 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 uh, that sort of acoustic side. Um, and that, you know, something that's not as, uh, as in your face and something that's not as, um, I don't, I don't know what the right term is, but it, it's just, it's even, even when I'm playing an electric in that fashion, it's, it's very different than, than something I would do with big rec. Um, and it's just something that's always been there, and it sneaks its way into big rec stuff all the time. Uh, and certainly, some any of these songs could have could have snuck their way onto a big rec album and and not sound out of place. It would would have just been a sort of a a little um, a little breather, if you will, from from whatever else was going on. Um, I just think uh, it's it feels like something that that's that's home to me in a way. Um, not to say that doing big rec is is out of character. Um, I, ju- I think if I had done, as we said, like a, a strictly acoustic record, I think if I had done that, I think it wouldn't have felt as natural. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I think I would have been a lot more self-conscious about it. And, and, and not to say that I'm not self-conscious about this record, because I, I really am. It's, uh, you know, there's a lot of sort of deeply personal stuff on there. And, and um, I think Mark, the way that he, works is a lot of sleight of hand so before you know it he's he's pulled something out of you that you didn't want to reveal or or you know um i'm very proud of the way it is but uh it's something that we've been talking about for years and and then it's just kind of it came together so quickly um that i didn't really have time to think about it in the same way that i would a normal album like a big rack album or whatever it, the thought process is very different and it's just sort of grabbing these different sketches that I had uh, and then finishing them and all the things that, you know, as, as what normally happens is, is all the things that are happening in your life at the time, they, they tend to, they tend to make their way into, into the lyric and into the sentiment of the songs. And, uh, and that certainly happened here. And, and the, you know, there was a lot to choose from uh, with, with regard to my personal life that I could just sort of get off my chest and, and you know, when I came out of the recording process, I, I definitely felt like uh, like it was something that I needed. You know, I felt it was it was quite cathartic, uh, it's sort of therapeutic in a way. I understand that you went up north to uh, up into cottage country to record this record. Did that? Do you think that isolation sort of added to the feel of the songs definitely. themselves? Yeah, definitely. I t- um, that's something that 
um, you know, I th- it, it's impossible for your environment to not sort of sneak its way in there. Sure. Um, but I think, yeah, having it be the, an, organ- or an organic sort of sounding record and, and uh, the idea of it being as such, that, uh, recording it in that fashion, it couldn't have been any other way. Um, and just like everybody sleeping in the same cottage and, and then you're, you're going to bed listening to the stuff that you've done that day. And then, uh, of course, I, I'm an early riser, so I would be up before everybody with, with putting the coffee on and with an acoustic guitar sitting on the porch just sort of picking through what, what I wanted to uh, to tackle that day. Um, and it just sort of, you know, over breakfast you're talking about you're mapping out your day and then over lunch you're like, okay, well, we're going to get to this, this, this. And over dinner it's like, okay, well, now we got to finish that off and then we're going to, you know, rough a mix together. Um, and it just never sort of goes away. And of course, you can go for a walk, but you're walking through nature. You're not you're not walking downtown and going to meeting meeting a bunch of friends to to go have a bite to eat somewhere. Uh, it was it's just us, and it's just you know at a in the middle of nowhere. So I think that that really is uh, it's a really focused twelve days uh, that you're hearing on that album. You I was going to ask how long did it take you to put this it together? Was just twelve days. It was recorded and mixed in twelve days. When you listen to it, you you have to feel satisfied that a certain part of uh, of the music that you've created and that you've played and maybe imagined uh, has come out very different from anything that we've heard you do in like almost twenty years, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, it's, you know, it listening to it is a very interesting thing for me because I, you know, in a lot of ways, it it is sort of relinquished control um, because I, I I always I. I want to perfect every note. I want every every beat and every note and every strum and every everything to be perfect and in its right place. Uh, and I think some of the magic of this album is the fact that it, it's just it's literally just the three of us just playing. You know, some of the overdubs might be a ukulele or something. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe a vocal harmony here and there. Um, so it just. Uh, I, I just love that, you know, um, but I have to sort of turn this that part of my brain off. That's like, oh, I want to fix this and I want to go in and, you know, and once I turn that off, I find that I'm left with a, a really an, a, an emotional piece of work, you know, a, a very personal and and, uh, and something that, that not only sounds great when it's sort of on in the background, but, but when I choose to really focus on it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm moved by it. So I, you know, I'm very proud of it in, in that respect. And, and the fact that it uh, that it doesn't sound like it's been sort of run through the the usual process of of what records are run through these days. The fact that it sounds like musicians making music with with somebody recording it very well. You know, it's uh, you'd think it'd be a lot easier than it is to to come by these days. But uh, yeah, no, I'm very proud of it. I, uh, I I get everything that you said. I feel the emotion in the song, and the playing is exquisite. Now you're gonna right. take you're gonna take this out on the road, and this is this is kind of this has to be a bit of a dilemma for you. You've got a series of shows coming up this December, In a couple of weeks you're gonna start it off in Montreal. Then you're in Ottawa, London, Hamilton, and Toronto. Uh, are you playing these songs exclusively? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, we've been batting around uh, some different ideas, maybe um, some big rec numbers that, that don't usually get played might, might find their way into the set. All right. Uh, maybe a cover or two. Um, because I, you know, I just, I don't think that, I don't think the record's been out long enough for, 
for us to just sit there and play the record front to back. And, and I don't think people would want to see that per se. It, it, it's, um, and, it, and having said that, the, the music, some of the music does really lend itself to, to a lot of improvisation um, quite, you know, quite readily. So it, it, it could be, it's going to be interesting and it's going to, every night is going to be very different, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, the, the, the record release, Thing that we did at the live lab and Mac, uh, yeah. if that was any indication of what this stuff is going to come off live, like um, I'm very excited about it. And we're also we're lucky enough to have uh, Mark Howard mixing this stuff live, sweet, um, which is going to be you know which is going to add a whole other element of of vibe and atmosphere to the night. So. For those yeah, people, that's, that's going to be great. For those people who uh, don't get a chance to read the liner notes, Mark Howard is the guy that produced the new album from Ian Fletcher Thornley. It's called mm-hmm. Secrets. Uh, when you go into a live atmosphere, you're going into a lot of bars and stuff like that. Do you have a strategy to sort of set the the tone of the room so that they actually kind of bring it down a little bit? I mean, because when Ian Thornley in Big Rec play, it's it's a raging rock concert. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. a rowdy time, and yet this this almost. Uh, this almost demands that we calm down and like sink into this music a bit. How do you plan to handle that? Uh, I don't really know. I haven't given it that much thought. Maybe, maybe you're going I to just got to hope that like most of these places would, would, that we're playing would be sort of theaters, small theaters where, where they're forced to chill, you know, so they're, they're, they're seated. You know, um, the, the only rule that we have so far is like, well, if the audience is standing, then I'll stand up. If the audience is sitting, then I'll sit down. And I, you know, I've never really done a show sitting down so i did you know that that was interesting to do at the live lab um yeah and i think it forces you to focus on a different thing it's not you're not you're not moving around and um i think it sort of it, it, it asks a little bit more of the audience as far as listening goes and you're, you know you're not watching as much you're you're, you're listening and I, and I think that's going to serve the music well but uh, it, again um you know i've i've been doing this for a while uh glenn milton has been doing it for a while and dave mcmillan has been doing it for a while so Whatever uh, whatever comes, I'm sure we'll be able to we'll be prepared. You know what? I bet you the music will set the tone uh, of what the room and how it should behave. You know, you don't. Have to, I don't think you have to go as far as Bruce Springsteen did. Like ten years ago, he had an acoustic tour called Devils and Dust. Mm-hmm. And for a guy who gets heckled uh, at every single show, when you entered the show, you were hand, handed a, a letter from Springsteen saying, "This is an acoustic performance." And we're hoping that you are quiet so you can appreciate all the lyrics and the nuances of our songs. He even had the air conditioning units turned off on all the arenas where he played so that it would be that dead, quiet silence so everybody could just really wrap their heads around their songs. I don't think they're going yeah. to go that far with this one. but Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, Ian, great talking to you. Uh, such a great album. It's called Secrets Under the Banner. You've evoked the middle name, I take it. Fletcher, right? What's that? You've evoked your middle name for this one, Ian yeah. Fletcher Thornley. Yeah, that was, that was just a simple. Like I just I thought it might be a a, a way to to throw people off the scent of a of a Thornley record because it. that, that it, it's certainly not. I, I wanted, uh, you know, I thought it would be okay. People know that it's okay now. It's just it's just me doing this. It's not Thornley was a band, yeah. albeit poorly named band, but it, but it was a band nonetheless. <laughs> and this isn't a, isn't right. a band thing. Well, listen, great talking to you, Ian. Thank you so much, and uh, best of luck. We'll see you out on the road. All right, man. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.